Hi, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate. I am the one that can recognize the own toxic behavior of their life, maybe because of what? turmoil that they haven't gotten over. I'm the one who has to make things up on the spot. I am the one that drinks his coffee dark, please, put on ice throughout the year. I'm the one who is not always referred to as not so swift, but when I am, I'm on the podcast. Hi, I'm not so swift, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Swift Talk. A podcast where I'm a Swifty trying to turn a not so Swifty and our slightly willing producer into Swifties. Swifties. Swifties, yes. Swifties. And I just constantly test the boundaries of your sanity and the hold of my Botox. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say just the strength of your patience. <laughs> that <sighs> probably works too. <laughs> Happy Monday, Kate. <laughs> Happy Monday. We survived the first couple days of restaurant week. That we have, that we have. And by the time you listen to it, it will be over. So mm. something to look forward to. What, ne the next restaurant week this fall? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, in Taylor news, do you know what Taylor had named after her? Just based off of the text that you uh, sent to Jason and myself. Mm -hmm. Jason sent it to us. Oh, that's right. Yes, Samuel. Let's get your facts straight. <laughs> I did the research this week. <laughs> the millipede. Yeah, there's a, a new, millipede. A new uh, genus, a new... It's a swift, twisted claw millipede. It's a millipede Narnia swiftify. I probably butchered that, but yeah. No, that... A couple scientists in Virginia found it, and they wanted to name it after Taylor because her music brings them such joy. Where's the awe button? You don't have an awe button? Aww. I mean, cool, cool. Isn't that great? She got a millipede. I hate bugs, but. <laughs> I can't wait for the next concert and someone has a flag of like a millipede they're waving. Oh, no, they'll be dressed as a millipede. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Guys, and we'll get to experience it together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm running out the door. Bye. Oh, you'll love us. We'll watch a couple concert videos to prepare you. So she got the millipede. Yeah, she got the millipede. Because it's a thousand times better than a centipede. Right. Legitimately. <laughs> Duh. Well, it's good. It's good. It's hard to fall down with so many legs to stand on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There you go. You know, who else can say they have a insect species named after them? Well, I know that you want her to get an EGOT, but luckily it's not a maggot. <laughs> Yuck. I do. And Sam is thrilled that EGOT comes up every episode now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the The feeling of having like, like, it's not like a dry heave, but like there's a moment of being like, I don't want to go, oh, and then I heard that joke and it was like, I couldn't, there's just air stop, like there was just a vacuum of I couldn't exhale or inhale hearing those two together, EGOT and MAGOT. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Serenity. And non-insect related news. Okay. But you might still find a little cringy. Mm-hmm. We think we got an Easter egg this week. Still bugs me. What's up? <laughs> I think you're just bugging. Mm -hmm. What'd you get in your antenna? <laughs> so, out of nowhere, Drake. From Josh and Drake? No. No. 
from Degrassi. Degrassi, yep. He posted a photo of Taylor from the Reputation era. Go on. Yeah, it's a throwback picture with Taylor, no context. And it's the fifth picture. So th- is this an Easter egg for speak or, um, for 1989? What do you mean the fifth picture? So like, oh, I forgot. In Instagram, you can post multiple, multiple pictures in a post and you scroll through them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the fifth picture that he posted. Mm-hmm. The last one. Was him the, and Taylor. Was him and Taylor. Yeah. What were the first four? Just like things going on. Things going on. Yeah. Things going on and then Did, things that's Really hap- didn't care other than the picture of Taylor. And then something that happened a while ago. Well, I mean, I think they were all throwbacks. All right. Uh, so, hmm, I think that you saw this picture and you went zero to a hundred real quick, real Drake and quick. Oh, there's a song there. I you. posted it. You, you posted it on my Instagram story and asked people what they thought. Some I, people at this table responded. Papa bear. <laughs> what'd you say? Nothing. Okay. Yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> You responded nothing? Yeah. I was like, what do we think this means? And I said nothing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Exclamation point. Reason <laughs> shall prevail. That, if it is, I, I'm happy to be wrong, but I don't think it's an Easter egg. Well, so my Swift tribe mm-hmm. in my real life world, not my TikTok world, but my TikTok world has a lot about this too. There's a couple prevalent theories. One, it was the fifth picture, fifth album. Could this be a 1989 signal? I don't think so because the lawsuit's still going. Could this mean that the Karma album? What are you doing? Uh, just keep talking. I got gotcha. you. I hate when you th- do things in the middle. I'm with you. I'm with you. It could mean that the Karma album that got shelved to a reputation, hypothetically, theoretically, could be coming out. Who knows? True. Or it could just be that Drake is trying to feed the frenzy. Or it could just be he's like, Guys, these are some cool things I used to do. And one of them was, yeah, I hung out with Taylor Swift once. It could be that. I'm in my feelings more than Drake, to quote one Miss Taylor Allison Swift about this. You know what, Kate? You used to call me on my cell phone. (laughs) Now we just text. I'm here. Have I ever called you on your... I don't think I've ever actually called you. Jason called me the other day. And he called twice in the same day and then sent me a text message. He called once. I have called you on multiple days, actually, and you never, ever, ever pick up your phone. And then you call me after the fact, though. Yeah. Like, I'm out on a uh, scavenger hunt or I'm, you know, getting ready for work or I didn't see your call. Oh, he called you on Monday when you were being a degenerate. I don't remember what day. I'm just kidding. No, it was Monday. This past Monday. He was on a scavenger hunt. Yeah, and you said, oh, I think I see some. They're, out front, they're outside of the coffee shop. There were no Easter eggs over there. That was garbage. That was pink ribbon traffic ribbon garbage. Throwing me around town. There were Easter eggs in your scavenger hunt? It was an Easter egg hunt. And I'd explain this to uh, the trespasses fiance, Aaron, that it's not. it's an Easter egg hunt. This is not an Easter egg stroll. We are not strolling to where we think the clues tell us to go. We are hunting these eggs. We are going at a clip. And you can't imagine why I didn't think this sounded like a fun way to spend my Monday afternoon. It was also followed by Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. It was all alcohol related. I had no idea that going up. And they're like, yeah, Sam should do it because you know all this stuff. Killed all the random ones. Got some of the celebrity ones, which again, was all alcohol related with celebrity. So like, oh. This Canadian-American actor owns Aviation Gin. Obviously, Ryan Reynolds right. in the Taylorverse. Duh. We lost by 
200 points. It's a big loss. Because there was, I'm not going to name bars. The Wilder. I'm not going to name bars. <laughs> I know. Uh, said, well, we have unused, you know, gold, the golden tickets had either like free drinks or phone of friends or like little bonuses you could use during Jeopardy. Well, we have some we didn't use. All right, we'll give you some extra points. And then it came to Final Jeopardy, and it was just watching goonery, just sheer kindergarten. Not even, it was just preschool. What happened? Uh, a lot can happen in 45 minutes. The, okay. the, the free booze for the bartenders was hitting at this point. So it was just all, just, it was anarchy. Anarchy, anarchy. Okay. It was just, it devolved very quickly, much uh, like our conversation. Much like this conversation right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you lost. Yes, by 200 points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were wilder than we were. Fair. <laughs> you didn't even get a drum on that one. <laughs> um, so this might be a good point to get back on top. And- yeah, because we, 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 this is, we're not rolling the dice yet. All right, we're not done. It's not over. <laughs> no, he was just getting his hand practicing <laughs> the shake. No. Just gonna he was shake shaking it off. It off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today we are listening to the first track off the third album, "Mine." Mine. Mine. Which album is this again? Speak now. Speak now. Okay. Which I don't think we're going to see a re-recording for this one for a while because she's having some trademark issues. Again? Well, trademark issues and the lawsuit she's in. Right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Different different things. So, you know. So we're just going to do the regular version. Okay. Speak now. Speak Track now. one, mine. So we're going to hit pause. You hit pause. Listen along to the song and we'll be back. Well, guys. Bop. It's... Not mine. yours. It's not mine. It's it's hers. It's not mine. Uh, maybe with maybe for this song off of Speak Now, she should have forever held her peace. Oh, we'll get into that. Actually, this is classic. Um, this is this is vintage Taylor. Like this is the yeah. country rock. Nice little like backbeat. It's just very steady. It's a bebop song. It is. Um, it's that Taylor where it's not, it's not scream belting, but it's like medium belting. Do you know what I mean? Like you could be in the audience and rocking with this, but she's not going, she's not blowing her voice out on this. It's not just like the most emoting in a song. It's very much just like that still getting, it's getting out of the cookie cutter form. It's nice. I have heard this song before. And now I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard this song before. I'm sure it was a very popular song at its time. And it's yeah. still a well-enjoyed song now. I did like the uh, little staccato uh, of her going like, look at you, when it, go- when it goes <laughs> to the man's version of like, I remember looking out across the water. Uh, nothing in this song uh, made me want to drive uh, nails into eyes or ears or hearts. Hey, That's, you didn't want to close your eyes? Didn't want didn't to no. fall asleep. Um I like, I like, I like, I like. You know what? I like. Huh. Not a bop, but I like. Okay. Something's sticking to the wall. It had a good beat to it. It mm-hmm. did It did move along nicely. Um, it seemed very bubblegum, 
pop mm-hmm. to me. And um, I'm, you know, when, every time I listen to a song, the first thing I want to know is who's it about. Oh, well, I'm so glad you asked. What guy is this about? I'm so glad you asked. Which man that we may or may not know about made a rebel of a careless man's careful daughter? Is that what the lyric is? That is the lyric. Kate, for everyone out there, uh, did not allow me to look at the lyrics at all going into this like <laughs> I sometimes do because I get lost into the internet or my own thoughts. So I had to literally just like listen in, figure this out. So yeah, what what man made a rebel of a careless man's careful daughter? Hypothetically, theoretically? Yeah. Corey Monath from Glee. Well, that's a name we haven't heard before. Corey Monath? From Glee. He played Finn, the quarterback. The actor passed away, unfortunately, very young from um, struggling I, with demons. Mm-hmm. But Taylor had a brief flirtation with him. I, I think that's really all it was. They hung out like a couple times. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. Well, it sounded like she hung out with him on a couch or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, because put his arm around me for the first time. Yeah. Um, no, she. So. When she was interviewed about this song, she said that she wrote it because she was coming out of a dark place where, you know, she just always expected the relationship to end and not end well and all of that. And this is her being hopeful. And it's that moment that you first meet somebody and you allow yourself to think about what the future could be and what the future would bring. So you're sitting there and he puts his arm around you for the first time and you're like, oh, okay. And then you move into the next steps. Yeah. This is a person who is only used to goodbyes. And to their surprise, they found someone that would never leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, like, I think this was just one of those moments where she's like, oh, this could be a fun song to imagine the what if. Right. And then she did a music video where they start, where they meet for the first time, and then she takes you through their lives. Is he in the music video with no. her? Okay. But do you know where the music video was filmed? Horse with New Hampshire. Close. Or, or, oh, God, really? Kenny Bunk. Kenny Bunk? Yeah. <sighs> Wow. Yeah. Do you know who went to see her film this? Not me. Stephen King. (laughs) George H.W. Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Bush compound in Kennebunk. (laughs) They're like, Barb, hey, Barbara, let's go over there. What's over there? Oh, that Taylor Swift film and a music video over there. Let's go check it out. See, I think it was more he was driving by and saw a big crowd and was like, huh. Wonder what's happening here. I'm not over there. What's going on in Kenny Bunk Pot today? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, can I come in too? No, George, get over there. That that would be. Could you imagine, <laughs> like, eight hundred like screaming Swifties in George H. W. Bush? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I think that's her dad, Grandpa. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> oh. The former president of the United <laughs> States of America, overshadowed by year three Taylor Swift. Album three, but yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't that a fun fact? That is a fun little fact. Thank you for that fun. You know what, Kate? I don't say this enough. Thank you for that fun fact. You're welcome. I love a fun fact. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's that, it's that kind of a song where it's just supposed to be it's like fluff it's like a cotton candy song where you know the it's fun and it's light and it's fluffy and it's colorful and then when it's over you're like huh, oh, i like that next song 
Yeah. It's a good album start. I think mm, I'm going to I think that it's a good album start. I also think that this song very much describes her start, her career start. It's light, it's fluffy, it's enjoyable in that moment. And then you go to the next thing. Like it's a good she's had a good start. It's all just been a little Mm-hmm. The flavor stayed there. You didn't want another piece just yet. That bubble gum. It was that this 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 mine encapsulates for me what I've heard of her for three first three albums. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, you guys tend to like a little more, dislike a little less the Speak Now songs. I think you like the rockier beats that she does there. You really well, liked better than Revenge. Well, it's in a lot of those. It's it's because it's a less than corporate sound. Because yeah. a lot of this is very much the, she's fitting the mold, she's doing these things. It is, you are our country pop star. So when we see these slight departures, even like when it gets to like rockiness or when it's like, I know she went to, she experimented a lot with her sounds over the, over the albums that, that follow Followed. this. Yeah. And there's some that still like, yeah, it's this, is this, is this. But like some, every now and then, like when it's like her actually experimenting or the people that behind her like, let's tweak this sound. When there's more of like adventure mm-hmm. and departure, I like it. Yeah. So this album is one of my very favorites for a couple of reasons. I like the album. I think it's really fun and different. But also, it's the first album that she completely wrote on her own. There okay. is not a co-writer to be found on this album. That's cool. And I'm- so she did it because everybody was like, "Oh, I'm sure she's really writing her own songs." Speaking of Kiwi, speaking of the Kiwi, <laughs> uh, Kiwi uh, friend of. The flightless bird, but also friend of the nation, Kiwi, our wonderful friend. We we had a nice little rallying point with him this week. We had a great lunch with him, and we he... have been having an ongoing argument that started because of something you said on the podcast. Oh yeah, Kiwi is not pleased with me. Um, because of the whole Taylor Swift doesn't write her own songs debacle with Damon, I'll I can never. I've like blocked his name out. I just can't. That's all right. But... I I always mispronounce his name. Damon Albarn. Damon Albarn, yes. Da- Damon. Damon. Damon Albarn, uh, creator and one of the frontmen of Blur, creator mm-hmm. and one of the frontmen of Gorillaz. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of fingerprints on a lot of different groups and acts and his own work. He had made a tweet saying, like, oh, we all know what a co-writer means, referring to Taylor Swift. No, he said it in an article. Okay, it was in an article, sorry. Uh, and then we had this whole sit down with Kiwi the other day about who had more, what was it, number ones yeah, in the UK? Yeah, he said that Damon Albarn had, is a greater influence on music than Taylor Swift. And, and we, I thought I held myself together very nicely in that conversation. I think you did too. Uh, we were mostly talking about the influence of Blur and Oasis during the 90s. They're both releasing an album at the same time. There's this feud going on. Who's getting more airplay? Who's going to be at top of the pops? For those of you listening who are not familiar with Blur and Oasis. Yes. Uh, the United Kingdom is a collection of countries Stop it. on the western part of Europe. And Oasis and Blur were both part of them very prominent in the 90s. It was a uh, essentially who was going to be the next Beatles? Who was going to be bigger than the Beatles? And you'll know Oasis from Wonderwall. That song that's banned in most bars, Wonderwall. Yeah. And a lot of you, uh, if you've never heard of Blair, will know them from Song 2, which sounds a lot like, woo! It's a lot like that. That's this is like, a lot of yeah. yelling. Which uh, is why when Damon said that, the Swifties mobilized and were like, you're best known for a song that has woo as the major lyric. 
let's but, think about so that that's for the, a minute. That's the fun thing. Okay, let, let's look at that comment right there. You are best known for this song. And part of why they're best known for that song is because they created an entire band that was fronted by cartoon characters that did not share any name, that did not share any relation. Their videos were cartoons. He never showed his face in a music video for the gorillas. When the gorillas would perform, they'd either animate shorts to go in front of it, or they'd have the featured guests come out, and Damon and the rest of the band would be behind screens, and you would see their silhouettes and their shadows playing the actual music live, but you would never see them until, like, 2015, 16, 17. Sounds a lot like Daft That's Punk. when they finally came. Daft uh, Punk? Yeah, it's similar to Daft Punk. They're performing under monikers. They're performing in disguise. Maybe he had to do that because he was finding that his popularity was overshadowing his performance and his artwork? Taylor, Good Taylor thing would Taylor hasn't had that problem. Taylor would know anything about that, not being able to you know, go out in public unless they're in a squirrel costume trick-or-treating with... She was trick-or-treating. I wouldn't have used that one. I would have used the tucked into a suitcase, but, you know, to each their own. You know what? I figured this You make your points as you'd like. I figured this would travel better. (laughs) There's no reason for you to go nuts about this. God, you're punny today, huh? Mr. Punny McPunstein. Anyway, so we had this whole conversation. I actually went in and did listen to some Damien Auburn. I listened to some Blur. I still like Oasis better. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you're more but of a fan of the... to bring this back to our conversation. <laughs> um, She's a Gallagher gal, ladies and gentlemen. She's a Gallagher gal. Well, Liam came out and supported Taylor during the... Of Taylor course camp. he did. Of course <laughs> Liam did. <laughs> Liam's not one to hold back ever. <laughs> and of course he hates Damon. He's hated him for over 22 years. <laughs> He's and you gotta, rem- you know, you gotta love a man who can hold years. a grudge like that. Thirty years he's hated this guy. Well, you know, it's what it is. Anyway, <laughs> so as we've digressed, <laughs> uh, fun fact: much like how "Shake It Off" for me is one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs, and it's one of your least favorite songs. Yeah. For Kiwi, song two is his least favorite song of all. It's mo- it's hated and reviled by him, and I'm like, I love song two. I just want to crank that up. We'll play every that time. on the jukebox next time we see him. Um. So, going back, Taylor really wrote this album, and I think you see a lot of, like, where, like, actually where she is, the good, the bad, the sappy. (laughs) The good, bad, the sappy. And I mean, I think we kind of have a great little, like, you know, I think this is where you get mean, this is where you get better than revenge, Mm -hmm. this is where you get long live, and mine. So let's tie this to the song again real quick because yeah. we are seeing, uh, you know, this is somebody who's only going to say goodbyes. They are having this, they, they're inspired by a connection in real life. And so they're seeing it as like, oh, you know what, a relationship that could have legs on, that could do these things. What usually causes trouble in that? You know, we went from, it's cool that I have a drawer with all my stuff in it at your place or some things in it, you know, and just in uh-huh. case I'm staying there for more than a couple hours to they've been staying together. They're committed but bills are stacking up. The problems you can't really, the life situations are causing Yeah, trouble. the real life, yeah. you know. Everyone has a plan until life punches them in the face. Well, today might be a fairy tale, but what does tomorrow bring? Is it going to be Coney Island? Is it going to bring bad blood? Is it going to have to shake it off. Is it going to bring May? What is it going to be? That was in sync. So, these things happen, and what does that bring out in you? Sometimes... 
you get a little mean. Sometimes <laughs> you grow up hard and quick and it can change you. It can turn you around. It can change your perspective. And so even in this song that's bubblegummy, the end of bubblegum is coming. The adult part's going to happen. How do you adapt? How do you go? And sometimes there is that person whose hand's going to be on your shoulder and be like, you know what you remind me of? The first time I ever put my arm around you, watching the city lights over the lake. But sometimes that person's not there. Sometimes it's a different person. Sometimes the next person lasts less than this person, and they corrupt you, and they hurt you. What happens? We get to see the trajectory of Taylor Swift's albums in the blink of a song. We know this is not just the which Taylor Swift is in the shadow during this music video, which era of taylor swift no everybody if you look at mine right now she's not talking about mine is in this relationship the best thing that's ever been mine is this man with summer i mean no she's talking about mine life her life in a millisecond and none of you realize that this is the real easter egg you can find out what happens next with taylor if you really take time to listen to this song not look at the lyrics like a fool would no i'm listening and I hear you, Taylor. I know what's happening. I know what will happen. I have seen the light. Maybe I've become swift. I have now become swift destroyer of man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what you all missed, because we haven't figured out video, is the monologue came with a very theatrical delivery. Dinosaur pen punctuation marks. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was um, really. I think my favorite part is Jason's current face. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have the sad, sad Amber Heard look on my face? Oh, I was gonna say the kid that had too much fun on the merry-go-round. <laughs> like I've had too much fun at the park. I want to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> now I thought really did think this podcast was going somewhere. <laughs> today i think it, i thought we were I, I think it did i think i just solved taylor swift america it was going somewhere. and beyond it was going somewhere what's wrong with what i just said i didn't say anything <laughs> it just came to an abrupt halt i did i actually no i i'm gonna <laughs> i actually really enjoyed that i think you made some great points I think you also took us on a magical mystery tour that I couldn't follow part of. But, you know, I love how this song really affected you enough to make a full-on monologue with your pen punctuations. And I think that that is indicative of what Taylor can do with a song. All my people right here, right now, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oasis. I'm not just sipping coffee and TV okay, right yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I know. Anyway, do you know who else covered this song? Speaking of other artists that you are quoting? Uh, no, who covered mine? Maroon 5. <sighs> it was Adam so Levine. fun. It was so fun. You know, I don't, so I don't even think you can call them Maroon 5 anymore. I think for the past five years, I've had to call them Adam Levine. <laughs> I sent the uh, cover around to my Swifty group, my, my little friend group. Now, when he sings this song... Is he uh, shirtless and he's showing off all his tattoos or is he wearing like a nice comfy shirt, oh. sweatshirt? Is he in a sweatshirt? Sam, a there's a YouTube video of the performance with Taylor watching the performance 
in the audience. Is she losing her mind and recording it on her iPhone? Yes, yes, she is. <laughs> what is this from? It is from the CMT Artist of the Year Awards. They did. So Maroon Five came out and performed it for Taylor. So wait, fun. Wait, when was Maroon Five on the CMTs to perform for Taylor? So like by request, they're like yeah, they they brought him in to cover that song. Okay, so this was like when the album was coming. Yeah, up. yeah. okay, that okay. Time frame. So she was fangirling, fangirling hard. Yeah, hard. I mean, okay. like this is like 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maroon Five. So there, you know, All Maroon right. Five, mm-hmm. and Taylor's losing her mind. Prove the voice. She's watching them on video being like, oh my God, is there anyone out there? Because it's getting nope. harder and harder to breathe right now. What are they now? Like Chartreuse 12? <laughs> it's, just, it's just Adam Levine and his band, Maroon 5. It's because he went off and did the voice and had this whole thing. Hey, you know, I'm a Maroon 5 fan. I would have been thrilled too if I were Taylor. <laughs> you have been all woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm just she, saying, like, no, no, no. can you imagine, like, Taylor Swift, like, at Record Store Day, picking up her Maroon 5 records, being like, they covered my song on TV. So, let's talk about Record Store Day. Record Store Day. I went. D- was there any Tay-Tay on Record Store Day? Um, oh, was there? <laughs> so, my I was meeting a friend for breakfast, who we affectionately call Pickles, but one of the gels in my world. And she's walking past Bull Moose, and she goes, oh, are you guys in line for Taylor Swift's record store day? And she doesn't ask, like, somebody who would be a Swifty. She asks these two guys standing there, and they're like, yeah, it's record store day. And she's like, oh. And she's on the phone with me, and I was like, it's not, no, it's, she's an, Taylor's an ambassador. She's not the one who created it. She's just helping bring attention to it. And she's like, wait, it's not Taylor's day? And you can just through the phone, I can hear the men wow. restraining themselves. Wow. Wow. So we went to Bull Moose, our local record store, and I missed, we missed the Taylor ones, but we got some pins. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, that, uh, that. Because I tasked you and Peter with getting me the copy of the Lakes for Record Store Day, and yeah. I don't think you guys had any luck. No, uh. Peter, who's a good friend down in North Carolina, owns and runs in a record store, apparently didn't get any of them in. Yeah, they only did 10,000. And that's that's the tough thing. Bull Moose got him. Of, co- of course Bull Moose did. I know. I should have been more on top of it. I mean, it's one thing to be like small business owned and then one that's like more was, is now small and like yeah. oriented before was like pseudo corporate. Yeah. But we walked in, all our swifty little glory, mm-hmm. and we're like, hi, do you have any Taylor? And they're like, no, girl, so sorry. Like, we sold right out of that first thing. <laughs> like, okay. Like, have some pins. You know what? If we would have talked on Monday, I would have told you that there were no Easter eggs at Bull Moose, because that's one of the spots I went into on my Easter egg hunt, because it gave no, me- they did. They had pins. They had Taylor Store Record Store, Taylor Swift Record Store Day pins. You can just call them Record Store Day Taylor Swift pins. Because if we keep saying Taylor Swift record store day pins, it makes some people whose <laughs> the lid came off a little bit. Both gels actually think thought. that it's Taylor Swift's record store day. Both gels. This also might be my fault. Do they have an ambassador every year? Yeah. No, they do. So they've had um, St. Vincent, who we talked about with Cruel Summer. Did she release Ozzy anything? Osbourne. She released a special cover of The Lakes, which was a bonus track from Evermore Folklore. One of the- I'm not a fan of The Lakes. So, but Ozzy Osbourne's been a record store ambassador. 
So it's a major artist that is supposed to bring attention to these locally owned stores. Taylor did a huge mural on her favorite record store in Tennessee. Part of me wants to just find out if uh, Damon has been a record store day ambassador just to be like, oh, guess who else is a record store day ambassador? I doubt he has been, but you're welcome to look. I mean, it's Taylor, Ozzy Osbourne, yeah. St. Vincent. Pearl like Jan, Fred Armisen, Run the Jewels, yeah. Jack White, Chuck D. Chuck D, baby. It's quite a collection of artists. Yeah, because I mean, it's because it's the biggest thing. It's supposed to be support music, support the local businesses that help get it for you. And there was a line. Like, people were lined up at Bull Moose on Saturday morning. I've never really done it for Record Store Day, but done it for Comic Book Day. Free Comic Book Day has always been a huge thing in the nerddom. Go out and get some... Get some free literature, get some pins, get some stuff, meet some fans of different things. Bond. Is this Spider-Man's free comic book day? No, it's just free comic book day featuring Spider-Man. Taylor Swift record store day. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Swift record store day. It's all about Taylor. It's not enough that she has millipedes and an honorary doctorate. She needs to have and, record store day. And she is now in an AS Grammy exhibit called the power of women in country music with dolly parton and shania twain a millipede an exhibit and record store day <laughs> she's having a week and drake she doesn't have drake <laughs> she's in her feelings more she's, than drake you know what all these things that are in her world mine her she world forgot you existed sam she never knew i existed <laughs> why you have to be so mean Memories. you know what Memories of our third podcast. You know what? Uh, let's go back to the first question you asked. Is it a bop? It's not a flop. Hey, all right. Would you put it above me or below me? The song, not me as a person. Yeah, I was going to say, Kate, I could never put anything above you. Is that you true? Me? <laughs> uh, this, is, this is par for the course. How does me go again? That song with Brendan Yeri from Panic at the Disco. Oh yeah, uh, this is. You'll never find another is, like me. Yep, this is. Thank you. You just had to say Panic. I would have had it. Uh, yeah, this is below that song. Because right. that one right there is like the bubble gum that you wake up and you're like, oh my god, this bubble gum's been in my mouth, and you take a bite, you're like, oh my god, this gum has been in my mouth. It's still so fresh. What is this? Did Willy Wonka make this? Because it's everlasting. Ew. Hey, that's just me. You're lucky it's on your hair. Hey, speaking of hair. Anyway. It's been 37 episodes. How many episodes has it been? 30. 37? You know what? The next time we do this podcast, it's going to be an interesting time because I will be sans beard. I will have my beard shaven for the first time in a long time. Yeah, with just a mustache. Well, no, I'm going into the weekend with just a mustache. I don't know what Monday's going to bring. Mutton chops? Monday, Tuesday, mutton chops. Wednesday, Thursday, Shaved my pops. <laughs> Friday. Friday, you're in love. <laughs> Great. Well, and now we've seen your future play out just like this song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The choice is yours. <laughs> are you reading tea leaves? No, it's beard hairs. I'm reading the <laughs> okay, beard hairs. Okay. We are, don't. <laughs> I think we should roll the dice. Let's roll the dice and see what our future brings. All right. My little nerd in me has our wonderful Jupiter's Yellow D20 dice. I'm going to roll for an album. Gonna roll for a song. In for a penny. In for a uh, Swift. <sighs> Album one. Uh, we're doing debut. 
Can you hear the excitement in my voice? I sure can. No. All right. Is her first album called Debut? No, it's called Taylor Swift, but then it gets confusing. Oh, it's like a Metallica Black album. It's really it says Metallica. Yeah. So we call it Debut. But it's really called Taylor Swift? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what they call... Fun uh, facts you learn every day. For more Taylor Swift fun facts, tune into The Swift Talk, a Taylor Swift podcast. The prevalent theory is that this is the next rate record we're getting. I Me and my TikTok friends. Mm. Me and my TikTok friends. It will be quite. They don't the, know we're friends, but will be quite the curiosity to hear a older, refined. Uh, d- oh yeah, I can't wait recording. to see what she does with this. Anyway, roll next. He wears short shirts. I wear roll twenties. Fifteen. I'm not sure. Hold on, let me look. There might not be fifteen songs, but let me look. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm not going to enjoy ever is the fact that there's going to be re-releases of these songs. And it's like what was once like, oh, yeah, there's like 17 songs or 13 songs. And I was going to be like, oh, yes, this is the debut album featuring 47 (laughs) authentic songs. Only three of them were from the real album. (laughs) Um, Well, there is a deluxe album and this is a bonus deluxe bonus track. I don't know. It's a bonus deluxe bonus. So it's teardrops on my guitar parentheses pop version. Or we can do teardrops on my guitar normal version, which is track three. This is like when Kiss goes on the farewell tour for like the 10th time. I was going to say Elton. Yeah. yeah. Elton for real this time, guys. Seriously. Brackets. Unless you know life. (laughs) I saw that tour, though. I saw farewell yellow brick road. It was great. I'd see it again. Anyway, so we can do, do you want to do the baby Taylor tries to do pop or do you want to do like the classic teardrop? I don't care. I don't have a preference. I think we're going to do baby Taylor does pop because I, mm, it might be so bad. I like it. Or we or, could do both. Two versions of the same song. How fun. Okay, Jason, hear me out. If we do two versions of the same song, that's one less song we have to listen to. Remember, this is a bonus deluxe bonus song. <laughs> How many guitars have hold so many teardrops? If I could put Taylor Swift's tears in a bottle. Lord, no, 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 no. Uh, it's up to you. I just produce this stuff. We're going bonus, deluxe, bonus, baby. Two songs, one podcast. We just high-fived quietly. Wasn't as good as it should have been. I'm so excited. We're going to have so much fun with this. Oh, yeah. Two Taylors, one schlub. We got this. <laughs> Two teardrops. <laughs> Two teardrops, one, one guitar. guitar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, welcome. Um, Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't already, like our socials. Occasionally, we get around to posting. We always say we're going to, but... Sometimes the talks don't tick. (laughs) And sometimes the grams don't post. Instantly. (laughs) Sometimes the grams aren't instant. Mm -hmm. And we don't tweet. (laughs) No. Elon Musk would be really mad at us. Too. Hey, I want to say that uh, Taylor Swift and uh, the Swift Talk, they don't even uh, tweet no more. Or ever. We have a Twitter. Um, so if you haven't already, like, follow, subscribe, rate, review. 
We love a review. We haven't gotten a review in a while on a Apple Podcast. Yeah. Pollinate, cross promote, tell your grandparents, whatever you want to do. Yeah, family fun all over here. Walk up to a stranger and say, Have you heard? Are you here for Taylor Swift's podcast, The Swift Talk? I mean, I tell about 30 strangers a night about my pod, our podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes they just got engaged and you don't have the heart to tell them. So you say, Go see Sam next door tomorrow. <laughs> He'll tell you about our podcast. Yep. Once sure the did. excitement of your engagement has calmed down. You know, you have to pick your time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for tuning in. I'm Kate the Swifty. I'm blurred. But you know what? This podcast, it's been a real oasis. What he means to say is he's not so swift, Sam. And we will be back next week with two teardrops on my guitar. Song two. Song three. <laughs> and 15. All right. We'll be back. We'll be back.